world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment podcast in the nation. Welcome to it. So, welcome to Gun For Hire, episode 504. If you're listening to the show, today there's supposed to be an armed protest in all 50 capitals, including... Which I hope nobody's going yeah, to. including Washington, D.C., multimedia reaching out to me and other 2A groups. None of us knew anything about this. Yeah. This armed insurrection that was supposed to happen. Uh, well, because it was set up by uh, the other side. I believe so. So the show was recorded on Friday. The show comes out on Sunday. So hopefully it, it goes better than uh, the left is anticipating. So and if you're on your way down there right now as you're turn around, to this, turn around and go home. Yeah. There's better things. This is not our tea party, ladies no, and gentlemen. What happened at the Capitol two weeks ago was not our tea party. No. Okay? I believe eventually our tea party is probably coming, but that was not our tea party. That was not it, no. Now, I want to mention something here right now that I believe we're going to experience the great divide of 2021. And incremental censorship is now on steroids. And it's, oh, yeah. and it's enabled and condoned by the left, some on the right, and obviously the fourth estate, the media. Am I right? Mm-hmm. And we've been saying this. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, we made that plea last week that we need your name and address and email address because it's not going to be very long before we are no longer on the air. Uh, example number one, gunforhireradio.com was knocked down last week. Now it's gunforhire forward slash gunforhireradio.com. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just so you know, someone reported the page. Okay? Uh, so it's... There are children turning their parents in right yes. now. Yes. Sign me up at gunforhireradio.com. Sign me up at gunforhireradio.com. We've gotten hundreds of emails. I have not responded to any of you. I apologize. I'm just putting them all in a folder. Yeah, and, we're and, not going to respond. Yeah, and backing them up. This is an emergency procedure for communication. Because, listen, what happened to Parler? I believe it's a violation of the antitrust laws and the rico act for everyone for google amazon apple other web hosting companies and email hosting companies everyone to get together and black out one entire company and joke about it jack dorsey tweeted that the parlor was no longer the number one app on the apple store he tweeted a heart emoji Okay, that's the hubris behind the dirty pot smoking hippie like him. Uh, anyway, I can't say what I want to say. Probably would have been better served just maybe just taking a bath. 
That would have been great. Well, let me tell yeah. you, there, it's, it's not sure it's not over. There. It's not, We know that all the big tech, they all communicate with each other. Yes, we know that they, yeah. they rock the vote. We know that they control the narrative with, with, uh, with the media in cahoots. Even though the media is so dumb, they don't realize that the next thing big tech is going to get rid of is, them. is mainstream media. Yeah, exactly right. Because they want everybody to go through media, through your computer and your devices. They don't and want you to watch news. They've been pushing it now. Yeah, well, they have I, been I mean, who reads newspapers other than 90-year-old men? Correct. <clears> Jeff <throat> Bezos bought the Washington Post, whatever. You know, but Bezos, is, Bezos knocked Parler off their servers. Mm -hmm. Google out, knocked Parler out of their app store. Apple knocked them out of their app store. And now what happens is the CEO of Parler... Everyone he contacts about hosting service, mail, this, whatever, we're not interested. We're not interested. We're, they're basically going to have to put servers in a, a room and yeah, host right. their own servers, and they're going to have to build this entire infrastructure. Or go overseas to a, a nation that is um, open to freedom. And, and I keep telling you people, and you don't listen to me, but if you're cheering this censorship right now, you are an <laughs> idiot. Okay. Yeah, right. Anyone on the left, and there's people coming out saying, oh, we should do more of this. There should be more companies shut down. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah. But what happens is once you lose freedom of speech, the next thing is violence. Well, it, it goes along the path. I mean, history just is replete with examples of this. This is, this is the same road pre-Nazi Germany walked. Uh, during the Weimar Republic. And, you know, based on things that I'm hearing from people in my inner circle, I've got two economists in my uh, inner circle, and both of them are in, uh, who are rarely in agreement about anything, uh, are in agreement that we are headed for what they called a hyperinflationary depression. No, We're, Biden was on last night. We'll get another two mm. trillions being given out. Yeah, more money printed. Another two trillion. <clears throat> until it's absolutely worthless. Well, it completely is worthless right now. So, of course, Harpo Cuomo, after 11 <laughs> months, the Emmy Award winning uh, yeah, governor, the by the way, after 11 months is tweeting that we need to open restaurants and small businesses again. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Hmm. And Gretchen Whitmer is doing the same thing. Uh, and Lightfoot, Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago is doing the same thing, that now for 10, 11 months they've been crippling all the small businesses. But now they're now it's better. Now that Biden is being inaugurated, we need to open everything back up because we're getting federal bailout funds. Right. Uh, also, and that's what it's always been about. You've said that right from the beginning. It's always been about the federal bailout funds. Well, they're going to get uh, New Jersey's looking to get fifteen trillion dollars, which will pay <laughs> pay everything. Fifteen billion. I'm sorry, fifteen say. billion of the. Two trillion. New Jersey is going to get so they could refund all the debt, all the pensions, all the mm. unions, and then give them all big raises and super duper platinum benefits plans or whatever. Yeah, so right, that the, right. this way, Murphy will get reelected. Biden's doing this now, so all the Democratic governors get reelected, and in November, House seats and Senate seats will get yes. reelected. So right. free, 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 free over freedom, 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 freedom. So that's what you're going to continue to see happening here. And unfortunately, it works, 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 works. Yeah, there's there's no getting around it. But they know but that. anybody cheering a censorship on is an idiot. Listen, Twitter banned me. I'm so, so 
uh, uh, shadow banned on Facebook. It's phenomenal. I mean, yeah. I don't get any of the post activity I used to get. Uh, I've been uh, reported. I don't even get your posts. Yeah, of course you don't. I get so many people tell me they don't get their posts. And then we don't help each, each other. I won't get into detail, but we I had a, a gun person that we you and I helped out uh, that settled out of court for something. And rather than reach out to me and tell me to pull stuff down, reported the videos. <laughs> the videos that he was in with me and you supporting him to raise money for him and awareness and legal counsel instead of reaching out to me reported the videos. Isn't that great? It's wonderful. Isn't that great? I can't get into any further detail than that. That's that's the only thing I want to say. Uh, so this whole censorship thing, everybody out there, you all need to read 1984. You need to read. <laughs> you need to read Fahrenheit four fifty one. You need to read um, uh, Animal Farm. Uh, you you need to read uh, no available and nonfiction. All of them are in the nonfiction <laughs> section now. And if you if, read Anne Rand, okay, oh, yeah. everybody should read uh, Anne Rand. Who Atlas Shrugged? Atlas Shrugged. The, the Fountainhead's a little more lengthy. Read Atlas Shrugged yeah. uh, to start. It's all here. It's all upon us. It was all predicted in the 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, ladies and gentlemen. By communists who saw it ahead of time. They knew it was coming. They knew it was coming. And it's here. They saw the markings of it. It's here. When you were allowing the five richest people in the world to collude and take over everything, and yet we have the media who doesn't see it because right now they're singing their song. Okay, but eventually they're not going to be in charge. They're not going to be singing their song and things are going to get real for them, too. And they're going to be like, remember when uh, what's his name? Harry Reid got rid of the filibuster. Right. Right. And McConnell at the time said, this is going to be a problem for you. Right. And guess what? It turned out to be a problem in the long run. So. Anyway, they're, the person that they're constantly attacking is going to be gone. Now the Democrats are going to have the House, the Senate, the executive branch, the media, and all of the uh, uh, masters of the universe. So let's see what's going to happen the next two years before there's any types of uh, you know major elections. So let, and let's the biggest, see. Biggest problem is going to be from the financial side, the financial side and the health side. Uh, if if you take a look at who's it, they're they are so aligned with BlackRock, you know the BlackRock Rock investor group, and BlackRock owns fifty percent of the world's capital. They're, they're all, all in. They're all as cabinet and advisors. Yes. Yeah. And, and and you know if you take a look at who BlackRock is, I mean they literally own fifty percent of all the world's wealth. And that Trump was in the way of of the Great Reset, and we are—they are after a one-world currency, which is digital. And when it is digital, they can inflict negative interest rates against people. So, meaning that you put your money into whatever, let's just say the digital bank. And if you don't do what they want you to do, which is spend it, move it back out into the economy again, um, your money depreciates on a daily basis. Yep. So they can control you through your finance and they can control you through your health care because you're just about all these 
all the all the people who talked about oh we want medicare for all well medicare for all is socialized care delivered by the same people who brought you the division of motor vehicles and the united states postal service so stand in line Take your turn and take a number, please. And I'm going to tell you something else. For all you people that supported the left in these elections, if you have any kids between 13, between 13 and 17 years old, that four-year window here, your kids are probably going to go to war. Yeah, probably. Okay, so, because yeah. be, within the next four years of the uh, – Biden administration, we're going to go to war again. That's another Anthony prediction. They have to go to war. Right yes, they have to go to the war military, because it's where the money The military-industrial complex That's is right. dying. And you know who else That's is right. dying? <laughs> All the defense industry companies and the aerospace, a lot of it Boeing- these, yep. All these people that make planes, they also make aerospace stuff. And they're dying right now because of COVID with the travel industry being down. So they're all itching. The war hawks out there are waiting with bated breath. We are going to go to war in the Middle East somewhere before you can imagine, ladies and gentlemen. Or someplace else. Correct. And yeah. you have kids. If you have kids that are of military age, you're a part of this problem. Because one thing, the orange man, four years, no wars. Troop pullouts. Yeah. He was the only one. And that, again, is why everyone was against this guy. Here's a guy who came in from the outside who, and again, I'm not a Trump supporter. He was a guy who came in from the outside. And because he came in from the outside, he didn't know what he didn't have to know. And he walked into places where there were 700 photocopiers and two pieces of paper and said, why are there 700 photocopiers here? And someone said, well, you know, we buy him from Senator so-and-so's brother-in-law. And he said, no more. And that was the first domino that started to take him down. And unfortunately, he pissed off everybody for doing his job. <laughs> he pissed off everybody. Look everybody. at the Republicans all turned on him at the end because they would uh, never supported scumbags. him anyway. It was just a They're game. Scumbags. It's right. just a game. It's kabuki theater. I, I loathe politicians. Me too. All of you should wake up. Republican, Democrat, Independents, they, they all suck. It's nothing to do with for us. It's all self-preservation and lining their pockets and learn that. Forget about what political party you belong to, okay? The Great Reset might be coming. I don't know how many of these 100 million, because I guarantee you there's at least 100 million people that are looked down upon in this country, myself included. I don't know how long we are going to take it. I don't I don't know how long before it's our tea party well unfortunately uh we're going to lose communication because this is the they you know, have this to was tried. they have to take our communication <clears throat> away right they have to see the difference between the 1930s when they tried this before uh when the communists tried to make, take a takeover before the industrial revolution was going on at that time and the big financiers and, and the industrialists at that point did not buy into communism unfortunately now they're controlling the flow of information and censorship and they're censoring they're, they it is it's like one giant radio pravda Yes. And they're censoring everything that we say and do. And now, what's I hate these acronyms, but AOC, whatever the hell her name is. Yeah. Did you see what she said the other day? She feared for her life? No, uh -huh. about coming out that we need to, A, uh, control the media. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's not talking about CNN and MSNBC. She's talking about 
all the other media. The the, the media that she doesn't get along them with. to say what they want to say. Between that and turning over the southern states to blue, you know, we have to take back the southern states. They're a problem, she says. Could you imagine the, the bartender? Yeah, the bartender is is in control now. And I, I don't know what we're going to do. I I just don't know. But everybody out there, I'm telling you right now, you 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 all have to wake up. Everybody, everybody out there has to wake up because this is a great reset in more ways than one for all of us, ladies and gentlemen out there. And this whole thing for censorship, I can't believe so many people cheering. They, you know, again, they pulled Trump from Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, I don't even know he had a Snapchat account or if he had a TikTok. Who gives a shit? But they just silenced somebody with 90 million followers who's also still the president. And now they're going after him personally. And they, look at the look banks. At the banks. Everybody's, everybody's doing it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because they're just falling in line. And again, it's the World Economic Forum. And where do you go to do business if the major banks, if Bundesbank turns around and starts it, right? And then uh, UBI seconds it. You don't think Chase and Chemical and everybody else behind them is going to do it? Wait, you said bank Chemical Bank? How old are you? Are they still oh, around, well, Chemical Bank? No, but you know what I'm saying. Wow. Are you <laughs> flying Pan Am this weekend? I am. This, it's a Pan Am with the little wings and the, and the girls and the stewardesses <laughs> in their nice blue outfits with their pillbox hats. I like um, that airline. <laughs> <laughs> so these billionaires are going to get richer. Elon Musk is now the most wealthiest man in the world on paper. Yeah, on paper. Who the hell invests in Tesla? Anyway, I, I talk what? about an overvaluation. <laughs> I'm like, and and again, he's getting money from. Look, subs- I like all his Elon cars Musk. are subsidized. I like him yes. too. If if I had Elon Musk's money, he's I would yeah. buy Twitter and delete it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, I I, I would buy Twitter. Boop, and you're gone. <laughs> you're gone. <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be a pisser? This oh, would be, be the great. last tweet Twitter ever tweets. Boop, he's gone. He's got the ultimate FU money now. Yeah, well, he's worth $190 billion already. Talking about somebody with FU money, uh, Sheldon Adelson passed away. Yeah. Okay, uh, this guy, poor as dirt. Real, real counterthinker. Eight, yeah. yeah, 87 years old. When the pandemic hit in March, he was the only Las Vegas operator, the Venetian in the Sands, all of his employees, he paid during all the shutdown. Because he was old school. Old man. school. And the employees that he furloughed that he paid and the essential employees that were working, he had them all rotate out. So you work a week and then you stay home and get paid for a week. And then I would work a week and it would flip back and forth, Sandy. So he rotated his employees. And we're talking about he didn't have his payroll is not 50 people. Yeah, right. The Sands exactly. Expo Center and the Venetian have 7,700 hotel rooms. Wow. Seventy-seven hotel. I didn't realize it was that many hotel. Oh rooms. yes, seventy-seven hundred hotel rooms. Hotel rooms. So yes, a counterthinker. His most famous quote was, "If you do things differently, success will follow you like a shadow." Yes. 
Right. <clears throat> All right, this is a man that was ahead of his time. Uh, he was hated and vilified by the left because he donated a lot to the Republicans. Even though he considered himself not political, he had to be conservative, which is weird because Steve Wynn and all the other ones out there, they all donate to the Dems. That's why I always stayed at the Venetian. That's why the SHOT Show is at the Venetian Sands Expo Center every year because I yeah. don't think any other hotel would allow it. No, probably not. Okay, no, but Sheldon no. did. And after he passed away, Sandy, the left rage mob, you should have saw what was going on on social media. Twitter, Facebook, good, about time he's dead, bad, you know, exactly. Because that's all they know is this vitriol hate. The, the all-inclusive, we love everybody, kumbaya group, right? As long as we Don't all... Don't be a hater. As long as it's, as Orwell said, groupthink. Yeah. That's okay. Right. As long as it's groupthink, then you can do. Oh, you want to read The Handmaiden's Tale too? By the way, oh, yeah, that's <clears> another required book. Right. Yeah. So, let's talk some uh, some other news. Uh, abruptly, without any notice, uh, Doug Steinhardt dropped out for the gubernatorial primaries in New Jersey, and I was going to back. Uh, Doug, he said that he had uh, some personal and professional commitments. I haven't spoken to him yet, but so he dropped out. So right now it's Jack. Chitterelli is running. I don't know who's going to be running against him. Uh, Joe Rulo will run again. He runs every four years uh, as well as like a third-party candidate. But we'll see what happens. But I was going to back Steinhardt. I caught so much crap for that because you know we can't have any unity in the 2A community. <laughs> right? We, we can't have any unity. And, you know, I like Chitterelli, but I respect you backing up. No, Anthony's an asshole for backing up Doug's. Okay, yeah, yeah, there we there we go. And then we like I said, the the, the left the left defends pedophiles. They protect that's right. them. They'll, that's right. They will defend always the party if, line. If the party we, line is going to get hurt, we will do whatever is necessary hey, to look, stop it from Pumpkin getting hurt. Pumpkinhead got back in. He's still a senator. Oh, a U.S. senator Menendez. Yes, of yes. course, of course. He just had to slow down the frequency of trips to the Dominican Republic with young girls. <laughs> That's right. He didn't That's stop. He didn't stop. He just slowed down, <laughs> throttled it back a little bit. Right. He and Bill. So this is something I, 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 I want to see how a state like New Jersey is going to address. Oh, wait a minute. News. And this is something that all of you know that I have no filter and I can be the biggest jackass in the world. But when you and I had Loretta Weinberg on the show, was it a malicious show? Did we attack no. each other? Okay. Of course not. So now she just said she's retiring when her term ends. She's done. She's like well, 87 kind of figured, years old. Yeah, we yeah. figured that so, during that time. So I think she has one more year to go, January of 22. <clears throat> you want to see the stuff online. That people were saying maybe she'll die before her term ends. Listen, oh. listen, I politically I can't stand her, but I'm not going to say that we have to stop doing this on both sides. OK, we have to stop doing this. Everything is cancel culture. Everything is wokeism. Everything is ban this person or, or turn around and uh, we're going to boycott this businesses. Businesses are being boycotted. Boy, I'll tell you, Sandy, that's why I'm so glad I did the quarantine crawl. Every day now on social media, I'm showcasing one of the two. We're up to 275 businesses. Wow. So every day I'm showcasing a different business. So I just started uh, three days ago. The first business was Hot Shot Subs in Milltown. The next one was Smokers, uh, Sender Smoke Joint in Tenafly, uh, Teaneck, excuse me. And then I just did paint and, paint and paper in Emerson. 
three small businesses. You guys and girls listening, please, quarantinecrawl.com. Bookmark the page, save it on your phone or mobile device. Go there before you go to Yelp or Google or anything else. Share it with your friends and family. The wokeism cancel culture is coming after all of us. Okay? Yep. They're going to come after all of us. So if you own a gun range or you own a, a, a pizza joint or something, if you want to be on the quarantine crawl, email, might as well email, sign me up at gunforhireradio.com. I'll also put you in our, our list that we're keeping, our secret list, but our emergency communication list. But we need to support these 275 businesses. And I posted it, the Milltown one, and somebody, oh, no, uh, Teaneck and somebody wrote, oh, that looks good. You should do some South Jersey locations. I responded back, would you look at the page and search by location? I did like 20 eateries in South Jersey. Like, yeah, yeah, like what, do you, yeah. what am I supposed to do? Am I right. supposed to through ESP? Oh, 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 Joe in in Monmouth County is feeling hungry. He <laughs> He's feeling hungry. Let me let me through my head <laughs> send him the places that he wants. You're on a roll today. But all you have to do is bookmark the page quarantinecrawl.com and save it on your home screen of your mobile device. And wherever you are, listen, we have lawyers, we have doctors, we have psychologists on there. Every We have every pro to a group from CNJFO, NJ2AS. We have knife rights on there. NRA is there. ANJRPC is there. The Mark Cheeseman group is there. They're all, everything, I, I don't know how I can make it any easier. All the pro-gun lawyers are listed on there. You know, you know like, yeah, why aren't right. people, you, and when you use the resource, go in and mention the quarantine crawl. If you post it on Facebook or Instagram, hashtag it quarantine crawl so that we can all share it. If you go on Instagram right now and search hashtag quarantine crawl, like 30 of the 275 businesses show up, Sandy. Jeez. I mean, I can't make it any easier. Yeah. I don't know how to I mean, do other than delivering the food to your house. Right. And you couldn't visit all those in, 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 in a couple of months, you know. I mean, it's. I started in April, April, right. May, June, right. July, August, September, October, November, December, January. It's 10 months of work. All right. right. 10 months of work. All I need you guys to do is support that, all right? Support it. Share it with friends and family. When you go into those businesses, mention it. Let those business owners know. You know what I'm making out of this, right? Everybody knows how much I'm making off of this, you're getting, right? You're rolling in it. Zero. <laughs> if, listen, if you go, if you hashtag, if you search hashtag quarantine crawl on Facebook, guys and girls, Every business and every video I crawled is there. If you if you go hashtag quarantine crawl on Instagram, the same thing. On my YouTube channel, the same thing. Every business is here. I, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. But we have to support each other before we get attacked. Now, let's talk positive news. What is New Jersey and the legislators going to do about this? Are you ready for this? I have a New Jersey number. No, I do not have the COVID numbers because the year-end numbers are not... Um, calculate it yet because they're still cooking those books. But this number, <laughs> I'm not lying, right? It's, no, no, you're not no, lying. No, they're still cooking those books. All right, guys, I have the handgun permit application numbers for New Jersey. Are you all ready? Mm -hmm. In 2019, 102,000 handgun permits in New Jersey. 2019. You ready for 2020? Okay. 442,000 oh permits. Oh, my God. A 332% <laughs> 
increase. Oh my goodness. That is incredible. We almost got a half a million. <laughs> this is handgun permits. This is not firearms ID cards. This is not new ones. This is the, the state police is spoon feeding the data. Yeah. Okay. So, but as I get the data, Sandy, from 102,000 pistol permits to 442,000, that means potentially 340,000 more pistols were purchased in 2020 than 2019. That's incredible. Okay, maybe that's why we can't find guns. Well, my neighbor, for the first time, you know, I, I hear this, this every day. Week, I know what you're going to say. Let me hear it every day. For the first time, he co he comes over, he brings my bell, and he's like, "Listen, uh, I just got three pistol permits. Uh, where should I go to get a gun?" I said, "You let me know." <laughs> this is all like, I hear. I'm Dave. I I was like, you you wait till now. I, how long you've been my neighbor? And and now you went, well, I figured I just better get a handgun. So I, I got three of them. I said, well, you're never going to get three. I had to educate him about one gun a month. I had I said, do you do you know how to shoot a handgun? Do you know how to handle a handgun? No. Okay. Then before you get a handgun, we're going to do a handgun training course with you. Because you, you just can't have a handgun in your house. Why not? Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Dude, <laughs> I, now you know I answer that question 8,765,971 times right. a week. Yep. I mean, like, you just, you, you can't imagine what, what, what we go through here, people asking that question. So, excuse me, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. But people don't realize, so 300 and, excuse me, 340,000 handgun permits, more. So altogether, 442,000 handgun permit applications. I just, I'm blown away now. So 332% increase. How many of them were new gun owners? We're getting them here every day. We're getting new people every day. Our classes just, as we add classes, they just keep selling out. We limit it to 12 per class because of COVID restrictions. Uh, Tony's built up an instructor cadre. We have probably eight instructors now that do private lessons day and night. Or, or oh wow! Around Good. on the clock, you know. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, families. Yesterday we had a father come in. Uh, he goes, I wanted to, weeks ago. I want to sign my 16-year-old son up for the rifle NRA basic rifle class. Okay, good. Do I have to be there? Yeah, you have to be in the building because he's underage or a chaperone. You can stay in the VIP lounge. You can stay in the back of the classroom. Father came in with the son last night. He's like, you know what? I'm here. Let me just let me pay for the class. I'll take the class too. You know, maybe I can learn something. After the class, the father comes out. He's like. Holy shit, I learned a lot. You know, you know what I mean? He's <laughs> yeah, been shooting yeah. a few years. He's like, I never knew. I learned a lot. I had a great time, and it was a good bonding thing with my son. Thank you so much. So that happened there. But, guys, almost a half a million handgun applications. Then you wonder why every gun store you talk to doesn't have guns, doesn't have ammo, right? Now, that's right. New Jersey. What about other states that don't restrict? Remember, New Jersey, it's, you can only buy one gun a month. It's gun, it's gun rationing. Right. You can only buy one handgun a month in New Jersey. So that probably limited the numbers as well. People would have bought more if they could have. How if many people bought a gun yeah. in November but missed the cutoff in December or there was no guns to buy? So right. we don't even know where the data is going to continue to go. Now, on the other hand of that shift, how much time do we have left? Got about 10 seconds. Right now? Okay, now I'm going to talk about the diametric opposite in a second of what's going on federally after December, uh, January 20th.
For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. So let's do some housekeeping. Marty's V-Burger. Marty'sVBurger.com in Manhattan. Marty. Mention good man. Gun for hire, get 20% off. If you can't come to New York for an amazing meal, grab a meal kit and cook it yourself. Order at Marty'sVBurger.com or pick it up in New Jersey at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. The next one, New York Tack Defense, my buddy Peter Tillum. Uh, go to NYTACDefense.com. Use gun for hire for a code, for a discount code. If you live in the other 49 states, U.S. Law Shield. Use code gun for hire for 10% off. My buddy John Petrolino, Amazon, Decoding Firearms, his book. It's also available here at the store. Please buy it for yourself and especially some of the 442,000 new gun owners uh, in New Jersey <laughs> could use a copy of it. Makes a great gift, okay? Safety, safety, safety. Uh, Legal Blade, the Knife Law app, 2.0 from Knife Rights. Download it. Pay the dollar ninety nine and pay for it. Do not ask me the knife laws anymore. You can get them right there. 
Evan Knappen has a great podcast called the Gun Lawyer Podcast, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Check it out, okay? Remember, the quarantine crawl. Support those who support you. The tip of the spear here, 275 businesses, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, my book will be coming out shortly or longly. Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game. Shortly or longly. Yes. We're waiting. (laughs) Uh, Matt is working on images. He owes me 46 images. Once the images are done, we go to uh, final, final, final typesetting. Uh, And I appreciate everybody's input and help on that. And remember, communication, sign me up at gunforhireradio.com. So, almost a half a million. Uh, I just want to also plug uh, the GoFundMe Mm. account for VHS of Ocean County. GoFundMe and then search for VHS of Ocean County. And I want to say thank you so much to everybody who's been donating. We've got a 1000 bucks already, and we're on our way to the $50,000 goal. Uh, Matt, BB, thank you so much. Armin, Carl, Rich Naiman. Rich, I, I, Rich sent. Oh, you got Rich Naiman. Good. Yes. Rich sent, not only donated $100, but sent an entire case of masks to uh, VHS. And I heard through the grapevine that it was the perfect timing. Just as they ran out of masks and did not have any money to buy any more, this case of masks came and literally the nursing supervisor down there broke into tears when it arrived. She had no idea it was coming. Nobody said anything that we didn't tell her it was coming. She, she was just in tears because that's how badly they need your help. There, there, so, there's more stuff here that Rich Naiman dropped off, Sandy, when you come up next week. Uh, it's incredible. And I just want to say, that Matt M, Matt G, thank you so much. Uh, these guys don't want to be known. Uh, you Michael blame them? Chappelle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Rex, John Adine, and Richie Rotten. Great guy. I mean, Richie, you gotta, we got to have Richie Rotten on again. Um, when we're back he, in the studio, we can, yeah, I want to. I, I can't wait to have guests on. For all of you out there, Jay Mickens from Jay Mickens Music, who's also on the Quarantine Crawl, yep. you should check out Jay Mickens Music and also on Instagram. He has a great video. Ebony and our Ivory, uh, Ebony and Armory, Ebony and <laughs> Ebony and Armory is his uh, is his uh, Instagram page. And Jay Mickens Music, local musician, shoots at the range, great guy. He wants to come on the show, too. And I told him, once we're back in the studio, because then we have that dynamic. It's going to take a while. And we were talking off air. I miss the studio. Yeah, we do. We all yeah. we all miss the studio. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, what's his name? Is uh, Maj Ture is on the cover of Recoil Magazine. Wow. Yes. He's on the cover of Recoil Magazine. Maj is a great guy. Uh, and uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I like Black seeing Guns that. Matter. Yeah, Black Guns Matter. The official Black Guns Matter page. And uh, uh, I would love for all of you to get that magazine and show your support uh, on that because it's really, really cool. He's a great two-way supporter, especially for the inner city and trying to get more people of color under, right. under the fold. Uh, so... Let's talk about this now. Uh, the other point. Thank you, everybody, for your donations. So some bad news now. Joe Biden declares that he will defeat the NRA while he's in office. Okay. And uh, you can take him at his word. <clears throat> yes. 
he says that uh, he will. He was responding to Representative Gaff, Gabby Giffords in Arizona, whose husband is now a U.S. senator in Arizona. Mm. Uh, that he was uh, the attack. Uh, Biden responded saying, "Your perseverance and immeasurable courage continue to inspire me and millions of others. I pledge to continue to work with you." Uh, with survivors, families, and advocates across the country to defeat the NRA and end our epidemic of gun violence. Uh, the NRA is the only organization dedicated to training to prevent gun violence. So when you end the NRA, how does that work? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But the NRA is going to make, getting rid of the NRA is going to make everything better. Isn't that oh, great? Of course it will. Yeah, because all the gangbangers and 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 uh, and gangsters in the uh, country will just automatically get better now. They'll start throwing, I don't know, cotton balls at one another. Correct, correct, correct. Uh, so he's going to defeat the NRA, which means he wants to ban all guns, and we're going to go through ATF, and we're going to register and NFA yeah, and permits, yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Here we go again. But, yeah, the proposals are all over the... the uh, the place here and let me see uh what we can do uh wait here hey, excuse me rich can you answer this please i can't do it right now Are you snapping your fingers for rich yeah, or rex to get his attention <laughs> thank you uh so uh sit boys sit. <laughs> you know i read a good opinion uh on nj.com which is not something you normally do but uh yeah. this gentleman wrote this let me see if i get his name i always like to act attribute and give credit if not i make it up his name is kevin melly and he wrote i don't condone the violence but i understand why americans stormed the capitol this i read this like 57 times okay and he wrote and everybody should really listen and read and read this so it was i don't condone the violence but i understand why americans stormed the capitol by kevin melly m-e-l-l-y he wrote the lesson from wednesday when trump protesters broke into the capitol is being missed by everyone. I've been saying this for years. We live in a world without a leader and chaos is filling the void. I don't condone the violence and Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump were certainly the immediate sparks to Wednesday's fire and should be resolutely, resolutely criticized for their words. But dismissing Americans as bitter people who cling to their guns and religion are as deplorables are with 47% of the people who would vote for the president no matter what who are dependent upon government, misses the great lesson that should be learned, okay? The 47% of the people who vote for the president no matter what because they're dependent on the government. Remember that, all right? right. Think about it. Does anyone truly believe that an unarmed 14-year U.S. military veteran who served four tours of duty in service of his country woke up yesterday planning on her storming— uh, Yeah, pl her country. Planning on storming the U.S. Capitol? Everyone should be asking themselves what drove Ashley Babbitt and so many others to act in such a manner. We not only have no leaders, but we have elected representatives supposedly trusted with the public's uh, work who have never worked in a private sector job yet are worth millions. While we only found out about the trillions being borrowed and billions spent on our half being given away to foreign governments and, be, and, and being wasted because Donald Trump made it public. Right. Social media platforms censored the one person who highlighted this wasteful spending. The typical congressional representative, including both senators and House members, net worth 
is roughly five times the median U.S. household net worth. Fully 50% of Congress are millionaires, compared with only 1% of Americans as a whole. And most of them didn't start out that way. They became millionaires in Congress. Correct. And he wrote, this doesn't start out, this doesn't happen in a vacuum. And it's cancerous. Okay, Uh, making oneself rich while ostensibly working for the public good at all levels of government is the sad norm these days and leads to the destruction of public trust. Consider what the nation's citizenry has to deal with from our elected leaders just this year. We are constantly dictated to and ordered not to work in order to save lives by governors who constantly change their orders with no scientific basis and who hypocritically act in their own self-interest, going out to dinner, getting haircuts, as we saw during the summer, standing shoulder to shoulder in political rallies without any social distancing. The governor flippantly admits that he didn't even consider Consider our rights when he acted like a king, ordering us to do this and not do that. And if you disagree with Murphy, then you are considered to be endangering lives. Right. The vaccines that will end this pandemic and allow people to return to work would could be given to people uh, not on a logical priority basis, but rather by the color of the skin. A vaccination program that states its intentional goal is to somehow remedy and racism and that inoculates and thus save certain people's lives based on their race, ethnicity, or gender is a terrible precedence. You betcha. The, but that's socialism. Correct. He wrote, the representatives from all parties habitually lie to the public so often that it is barely even questioned anymore. Yeah, exactly. The elected officials are now so removed and so disconnected from the citizenry that they supposedly represent that, that, the, very, that the very notion of our country being a representative republic is being questioned. We're not anymore. It's three tiers. You're right. He wrote, the public's understandable frustration manifests itself in ways that can either be peaceful or violent. We can make sure it is peaceful by using the tools the founders of the republic entrusted to us to ensure elections are fair and operated in an organized manner. We should, we should rally the state's legislators to do their solemn duty to fix any problems with the elections. Fully 68 percent of Republicans don't think the 2020 presidential election was fair. Failure to gain the public's trust, unfortunately, lead to more frustration, metastasizing into scenes like we saw Wednesday. Convincing all 50 state legislators they need to do this is where everyone's energy needs to be directed. This is just the start that from our leaders to earn the public's trust if we only had any. Okay, Kevin Melly is the CEO of a local investment company. He's also a lifelong independent. Kevin, I'd love to meet you and shake your hand because we've been saying this for years that we are the third tier. They don't care about us. They don't care. They they don't care. They're they're elevated in another tier. You know what I mean? We should abolish the damn parties, period, and make people actually research the people that they're voting for. Yeah, but it doesn't work that way. It's pay no, for it play doesn't. today. That's 97% right. re-election rate for incumbents. 97%. I love your idea of having jackets 
with patches on them from all the contributors, all the lobbyists, that they have to wear the patches on their jackets. They should have NASCAR-style jackets with patches from all their political donors. And what we could do is it would be very easy. Any donor that donated $1,000 or more, what's the public, what's the, the most you can donate? $1,800, I think, right? Yeah, I By think federal so, yeah. election law. Anybody who voted $1,801 or more, which would be all of, you know, your pharmaceutical and Monsanto right. and all that, that's what they should be wearing. Yep. And you know what? The patch sizes should be based it on the money. Yes, okay. Exactly right. it, it should be. So the, 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 the map of China would be a huge patch on their back. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. Because the Chinese are good. Yeah, it's great. You know, uh, by the way, let's go back to censorship here. The ACLU warns of unchecked power after Facebook and Twitter suspend Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, last year the ACLU came to the, the defense of the NRA for the overreach of trying to abolish us. So you know how bad okay? it is. All right, and now they're coming to um, they're coming to this now where the ACLU is knocking Twitter and Facebook and Amazon for banning Trump, who you know the ACLU can't stand Trump. Right, they absolutely can't okay. stand Trump. A senior legislative counsel at the ACLU released a statement condemning Facebook and Twitter's decision to suspend Trump, warning against unchecked power and the precedent it sets for other activists. Okay, she wrote for months, President Trump has been using social media platforms to seed doubt about the results of the election and undermine the will of the voters, further saying the actions taken by tech giants should concern everyone. We understand the desire to permanently suspend him now, but it should concern everyone when companies like Facebook and Twitter wield the unchecked power to remove people from platforms that have become indispensable for the speech of billions, especially when political realities make those decisions easier. Okay, that's the ACLU saying that, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Just like De Reverend, uh, Reverend uh, Devin Nunes just came out in California and said that too bad the Democrats are in charge of everything because parlor ban is a violation of antitrust, civil rights and the RICO statute. And there should be a racketeering investigation. Which there never will there be. There never will be. You're never going to okay. hear about Hunter Biden. No, no, no. You're not no, going to no. hear about Daddy Joe taking 50% of everything from China. You're never going to hear about any of this. Correct. Until they want to get rid of Daddy Joe. Correct. Well, that's coming. So uh, this guy I heard, have you heard this guy before? He writes for Ammo Land. His name's John Petrolino III. Have you heard of him? Never heard of him. No, no me either. He just came out with another uh, another uh, article in Ammo Land, actually about five this week. In 2021, a new Congress brings new bills and incoming fire for gun owners. Like, we didn't know this already, right? Mm -hmm. Congress is going off there. H.R. 130 requires safe storage of firearms and ammunition. H.R. 135, to require the director of the Federal Bureau of Investigations, oh, my God, to report to Congress semi-annually on the number of firearms transfers resulting from the failure to complete a background check. They don't go after they don't prosecute people that, <laughs> yes, that fail bother? a background check. So uh, It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's a dog and pony show. This one's great, too. This one ties into H.R. 135, H.R. 121, to provide for the hiring of 200 additional ATF agents more to investigate so to, and to enforce the laws that they're not investigating or enforcing now. <laughs> 
Okay, 200 more guys and girls to sit around and hang to, out and get a pension. And come in and kick your door in and, uh, and, and check. Though the T wasn't crossed over here on this. Uh, here's another violation. They'll come after the gun shops, the legal gun shops, but they'll never go and kick the doors down of MS-13. Here's no, a, no problem. Here's another repetitious one. H.R. 127, to provide for the licensing of firearm and ammunition <laughs> possession and the registration of firearms and to prohibit the possession of certain ammunition. There you go, guys and gals who voted for Joe Biden at Al. Now your ammunition is going to be licensed. Yay! And now, oh wait, H.R. 125, a seven-day waiting period for a semi-automatic rifle, a silencer, arm-piercing ammunition, or a large-capacity magazine. Well, when was the last time you could walk into an FFL and buy a freaking armor-piercing ammunition and a silencer? And I'll take a pack of chewing gum, too. Seven-day waiting period. Okay. And H.R. Uh, 167, prohibit the transfer of a firearm at a gun show by a person who is not a federally licensed firearms dealer. This is going to close the gun show loophole that none of us oh, have yeah. ever seen before. The, no, yeah, it's the, the unicorn yeah. gun show loophole. H.R. 30, to increase public safety by punishing and deterring firearms trafficking. The ATF and the FBI should be prosecuted first. Right. <laughs> okay. Fast and furious. Okay. And I love this one all the time. Richard Hudson, every year. H.R. 38, it's the Reciprocity Act. Oh, okay, yeah, right. this is bullshit, okay? Absolutely. It's bullshit. He does it every yeah. year grandstanding. Yeah. Mitch McConnell had it, Trump's first term in office, could have brought it up for vote. He let it sunset because he didn't want the Senate to vote on it because he didn't want you to see who the real senators were that were going to vote against it, okay? Right. and Because Trump would have signed it if they put it on his desk. This right. This comes up every year, and you know what goes all over the internet? Oh, look, he, we're going to get national reciprocity. You're not getting national <laughs> right. reciprocity. That's why it's H.R. 38. And you only got to... <laughs> Yes, and you only got a few months. You only got a few. That's so true. I'm surprised it's not HR negative seven. Exactly. Listen, you're only you're only going to get national reciprocity through the Supreme Court, but you only have about three month window till they stack the court. Exactly. Okay, so if it doesn't right. happen March, April, or May, you're done. Because right. all you're of a done. sudden we're going to have sixty two Supreme Court justices. And 400 more states. Correct. Well, already they're going to make uh, D.C. a state. That's up. That's coming up at the end of January. What po- about Guam? No, Pelosi. We ha- can't leave Guam well, they, but, but Guam, the voter base is unsure. D.C. is guaranteed oh, two guaranteed. senators and one congressperson, Democrats. Pelosi, the bill right. is up. The bill is oh. the bill is in the House. There you go. Right after and Puerto the, Rico, right same after, thing. Well, Puerto Rico, that's their decision, and they're not ready for that yet. Yeah. But. Washington, D.C. is going to be the 51st state. First new state we got, what, since 1959? So all the somebody's somebody's brother-in-law is in the flag business. Mm. So think of this. <laughs> yep. But no, the, the key is to get two new senators. Oh, yeah, right. So then we'll never, we'll never, Republicans will never have the Senate again. Ever, ever. No, no. And never. as long as we have mail-in <laughs> voting, we'll never. We'll, We're good. We, we don't even need. Listen, it's going to be like that movie Moon Over Parador. Guys and girls, yeah, right, right. With, with dictatorship. So the next election, it's going to be vote for red or vote for blue, but the same person's face is on both flags. Right. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> that's that's pretty much what, what we are. We, you know, we're going to be there. That's it. The only way it's going to change is the way it's going to change. You know, and they this was you know never let a crisis go to waste and. 
pandemics and wars are the way borders change and uh, currencies change and and societies change and you know this was not let's let's understand that this pandemic that we have had go through yes many many people died many people die from many many things and i'm not going to make light of the death that has happened and i've had friends who have died and i've had colleagues who have yes. died and um you know this was not that said this was not smallpox nope this was not um the the h1n1 flu of uh 1918 you know these were things this is a thing that was easily controlled and uh was used uh as many governments do and perpetuated by a government and allowed by other governments and the government saw that everybody was in the economic shit the world economic forum has been playing with this for for um, for quite a while and has had this great reset idea that no one would have gone for any other way but people will act very odd and very foolishly uh when a pandemic hits or a pandemic yeah uh okay uh where was i oh quite gotta be careful because we're we're pushing our ass right off the airway you realize i know it'll be we'll be gone soon don't worry there there's and i parse my words every week because i know i can get us thrown here i got this email uh va uh virginia citizens defense league which is the most strongest organization in virginia for gun rights okay you have the nra nationally but the vcdl i've been a member for years they Mailchimp suspended their account indefinitely. <laughs> okay, so if anybody out there is using any kind of mail account like Mailchimp, we are backing up our Mailchimp database once a week because we don't and know what's going to happen. Look, get off of Mailchimp. But um, but we're running out of places. I have I know, a, almost I, I a million right now, emails in my database. I think Constant Contact is still okay, but Mailchimp definitely has has said that they are not in support of anybody who has any uh, any any right-leaning or anything to do with firearms. The, so. the big thing I'm hearing now, uh, one of our friends, Jess, said that uh, all the banks and stuff, uh, big companies, the CEOs are sending an email out in support of Biden and against Trump and what their political yeah. affiliations are and what you should be walking in lockstep like George Orwell predicted. Yep, yep, exactly. We're going to end up needing our own banks. I mean, they've been doing this to the firearms industry for oh, quite a Obama, while. Obama, Operation Choke Point yeah. is where it yeah. started. 2010. And it's going to get really bad now, don't you think? Yes. 2010 it started. So, yeah. uh, Giorgio, question for Sandy, the physician slash historian. You've said in past episodes the political pendulum swings on roughly a 50-year cycle. Based 80 years. 80 year, 80 year. Yeah. Based on the left really starting to position their chess pieces in education, media, and businesses in the 60s, could the Biden-Harris administration be the beginning of the pendulum starting to move the other way? Based on the calculations that, that I've been keeping, the year 2023 will be the zenith of what we'll call the we generation which is what's causing this. When you have a we generation, you start to see groupthink happening to a great deal. And right about now, 
you're going to start to see some people who I'll call counterthinkers, who are complete opposite of what's going on, who will start to stick their head up. There will be people who will emerge who will begin the swing to the other side. It goes from the we generation back to the me generation. And the me generation is all about independence, about independent thought, self-determinism, that sort of thing. The we generation is all about the collective is more important than the individual. And that's what you're seeing now. And you're going to see it George, I think you're right. Your timing was just a little off. I think the halfway point was probably in the early 1970s. And that's when you started to see a public sentiment shift toward the collective and away from the independent or away from the me generation toward the current we generation. And as you pass the three-quarter point, you start to see why socialism started to be a well-received concept. Because socialism and communism, after all, are all about the collective. But we are almost there, and around 2023, thereabouts, the pendulum will begin to swing back toward the other side. But it will take quite a while before that rugged independence, uh, rugged individualism, self reliance, independence, that sort of thing begins to take hold again in society. It'll probably take another 40 years, which is why it's probably going to be our grandchildren who end up saving the Republic. And that said, I think it's critical that you keep a journal, a handwritten journal of the events of today and what reality was like for you growing up. Because Much of our history is going to have to be scrubbed from the internet and they're doing it already and rewriting it. You need to tell them what the truth is. Give them hope. He also said you discussed that should Trump lose, there's no way America elects a Republican president. Uh, But what can I say? I'm optimistic. I don't think uh, as long as we don't have regular voting, we'll never get another Republican. You never get another. No. And I think I think it should be the death of the Republican Party because it really is a uniparty and they're finally starting to show themselves. I I just I I don't really care about Republican or Democrat. I I have always voted for the individual. And, um, you know, I'm just disgusted now, as I'm sure. At least 80 million other people are just absolutely disgusted. What we do about it, it's sad to say, probably nothing. Yep. Fuzzy sent me an email. He wrote, thanks for all you do and having me in the Gun for Hire family. And he wrote uh, this poem, which some of you might have heard before. First, they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for the communists, and I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for me. That's what's going on right now. Yeah, that was Martin Nehemiah. Yep. He was a German Lutheran pastor. Yeah, great poem about the foibles of human nature and our propensity toward normalcy bias. Yep. We got, you know, we got a, a, a sign me up email from a guy in uh, Howell Township, not not far from you. He wrote, yeah. he wrote some funny stuff here, and he's uh, 
I, I lost it. I can't find it. Oh, he goes, I'm one of the 8.3 million newbies. I've always been pro 2A, but I thought that my fists were all I'd need to protect my family. The mostly peaceful protests have proved me wrong. I started my <laughs> journey by reading John Petrolino's book, Decoding Firearms. Excellent. And I good, immediately good reached out to John for my initial gun instruction. They're neighbors. Good. I've joined the NRA, NJRPC, CNJFO, NJ2AS, GS2AGO, SAF, and FPC. My man. The only thing I haven't done yet is get the gun for hire, but that's going to happen in 2020. P.S. Here's a little teaser of my gun collection if you ever get stranded in Howell. And he must be a golfer because he's a three wood off Route 9 and a pitching wedge off I-95. I-195. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, this is another great one um, from Jess, my old friend Jess. Uh, I've uh, some things to say, but I've been holding off for weeks because I know you were busy. Um, I met a lovely hostess at Applebee's, and she's new to shooting, and we sent her your way. Um, so her name is Sue uh, Black. Uh, she with black and blonde hair. That's our girl. We told her you guys are far the best. Thank you, Jess. I don't want to talk about the cafe now. Uh, she doesn't agree with me with Ann Coulter uh, because she doesn't like Ann Coulter sometimes because she's wishy-washy. And she said, I hope you are well. Your show has been excellent as always. And seriously, I'm so excited for your new book. That's Jess and her um, her boy toy's name is Rob Bermudez. Hi, Rob. Just busting you. They both, they both <laughs> stopped in last week. I haven't seen them in a, a long time. It was good to see them. Do you remember Christopher Kent? Oh, of course. Christopher Kent. As a long-time, over-50-year amateur radio operator, I appreciated your remarks on last week's show. As a teenager in the 60s, it seemed magical to be able to communicate with people in other states and countries using Morse code. Morse code? How old are you? Uh, <laughs> with the availability of cell phones and the Internet, ham radio lost uh, some of the magic, at least in the eyes of the average person. What can you do? Uh, what can you do that I can't do with my phone or computer? I can call anyone in the world, send text, videos, converse with groups in real time. My answer: Hams can communicate with the without the infrastructure. We don't need the internet or cell system. Yeah. As one yeah. as one author wrote, licensed hams can be one of the best friends in your community. Has when you have a disaster. Okay. Uh, years ago, there was a campaign to promote amateur radio. The title said it all, When All Else Fails. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. Many preppers are getting into ham radio. It is something to consider. When Hurricane Sandy hit New Jersey, I was communicating with others who could not. Miss you guys, Christopher Kent, W2CBK, W2CBK. Reach out to him, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Here's another one from John G., John Golich. Your podcast is outstanding, and I just wanted to say thank you so much. I agree with you on every point, and you are right. It is a scary time now. Went to your range last week, and as always, a fantastic experience. The range officers helped my friend shoot much better in only about five minutes. You are awesome, Anthony. Hoo-hoo. And we are so lucky to have you here in the People's Republic of New Jersey. Thank you kindly, John G. Thank you, John. All right, this one. Hi, Anthony and Sandy. I've got a question that you may want to address on your show. Typically, we sell new firearms or even oh, – typically, we tell new firearms owners or even experienced shooters with new firearms to not trust a new firearm for personal defense until several boxes of ammo have been run through it to work out any kinks. I've heard anywhere between two and 500 rounds is the benchmark. And going a step further, the really – 
specific advice is to make sure those rounds consist of the same ammo that the gun will be loaded it in its defensive role. So several boxes of the expensive stuff would need to be fired before ever using or carrying a gun. I do adhere to this line of thinking and try to always put 100 to 200 rounds of defensive ammo through any gun I plan to carry. I will continue to test that ammo along with FMJ or target rounds as I carry. The problem, of course, is that today almost all ammo is impossible to find. Hmm. If you can get a single 20-round box of quality defense handgun ammo, even at inflated prices, you are fortunate. Even getting a hold of basic target ammo is difficult. We no longer have the luxury of not carrying a new gun until we can fully ring it out with our preferred load. And ironically, this situation is occurring when a great many people are either acquiring their first firearm at all or arming themselves with new guns. I have my own opinions about how to address this issue, but I'm curious to hear your approach. I thought with your platform and in this age of so many new shooters coming into the Second Amendment tent, you may want to put them some revised advice out there for people to follow. Thanks and keep up the good work. David in Texas. Well, Dave, you're absolutely right. It's tough right now. So let's forget the old gun owners. The old gun owners, you should already have a gun. You should already have ammo. You test it. You should already have a stock of a couple of boxes of defensive ammo. All right. Now, in New Jersey, we can't carry. So we're talking about people from defending themselves from their home or their business. So buy a new gun. Well, we all know if you get your hands on a revolver, you don't have to run hundreds of rounds through it to see if it's going to fire properly. So if it's a six-round gun, maybe a half a box of ammo, keep the other half for your defensive rounds. Semi-auto is a little different. I don't believe many new shooters are going to even get self-defense ammo like Hornaday at 20 rounds per box because the manufacturers are using all their resources to basically make range ammo and NATO-type ammo. 5.56, 223, 9mm is the biggest... Uh, quantities of ammo we're seeing, and all the nine a- millimeter ammo is 115 grain FMJ. Okay, right. so we have all of this going on right now. So basically, you're a new gun owner. Okay, you're basically going to if you can only got two boxes of ammo, you're going to shoot like a half a box of ammo out of that uh, gun, and you're going to keep the other box uh, <laughs> for uh, for self defense for the party situation for the party should you need it. Okay. And it's uh, it's it's tough, you know. Uh, you're this is something you you have to weigh back and forth uh, with beg borrowing and stealing ammo at this moment. Now, uh, every gun can be a little particular. It could be ammo sensitive. Certain types of ammo could be more sensitive than others. So you have to be careful yes. with that. You definitely uh, don't want to buy a gun and a box of ammo and not shoot it at all. Oh God, yeah. All right. right, you you want you want to put a minimum amount of <clears throat> ammo through it, uh, but it's it's a tough one, and that's a really really good question. I wish I had more information for you on, on that because we just we can't we're beg borrowing and stealing every day to get ammo just to keep the business running. Yeah, right. All right, so um, I hope that helps a little bit. Uh, you know, my book is going to have a lot of chapters in it, and one of them is you know. This, there used to be the show called Parents Are Hard to Raise. Uh, but we, we talk about dealing with the elderly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, you know, your parents, your grandparents, depending on where you are in life, you know, as they start to get older, we have situations that we have to deal with them. And uh, it's, um, it's a tough situation. But today we're very, very lucky that uh, there is so much modern technology to help us with uh, elderly parents or grandparents. And uh, mm-hmm. in the book, I cover a lot of that. But, you know, 
good communication support. You could have cameras today. Yeah, you know, right. you can put a couple For of drop cams. Money. I mean, you can put a Wi-Fi yeah. drop cam. They're like one hundred and twenty-five dollars, and and plug it in, and you can have alerts when they're when they're going into a room. There's also GPS monitors. You can enable a GPS monitor on a parent or grandparent's phone. You don't have to buy one. Uh, they don't even have to know it's on, to be honest with you. And, right. you know, it's nice if, you, if, if a couple of cameras are hidden because if they do have people come in to care for them, uh, you can see what's going on and how they're talking to them. Yes. Uh, especially if they're starting to lose a little bit of their yes. communicative right. abilities exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Um, or their faculties. You know, and I, I'm at this point in my life where, you know, legality-wise, there's restrictions in certain states and stuff. I really don't give a shit. It's not like you have to act on it. But if you see this lady Joanne is not giving mom the best care possible, then just fire her. Right. You don't exactly. have to bring you have up to tell the her technology or anything. That's right. Right. You know, you don't have to. You have to. You don't have to do it. You know, and it's stressful. But monitoring like that, whether it's an app. Uh, whether it's cameras or anything, could just make life so much easier for for you. You, you know what I mean? With a smartphone mm-hmm. or a tablet, a, a couple of small just cameras. peace of mind. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's just it's it's just a way to do it. And uh, you know, you have to be you have to be careful if if you have a, a loved one that that trips and falls a lot. You can set alerts. On the right. on these cameras, you know the same thing with smart pill dispensers. They have they have. There's so much. If you Google it out there, you know elderly care technology. There's just there's just so much out there that you that you can use to help that and and it's being designed by by us. You know baby boomers who are getting older yep. who know like exactly. holy shit mm-hmm. we got to get our shit together because nobody's going to be around to take care of us. Baby boomers with high tech uh, training, and you know, you talked about parents are hard to raise. I mean, um, the show will be coming back after the pandemic. Good. I mean, uh, my wife is very, very busy right now, but um, yeah, there are in the archive. There are a number of episodes, one including Anthony talking about uh, security and when uh, it is time to take a firearm away from an elderly. Yeah, parent. that's in my book as well. And, and, you know, like locks. Today you have electronic locks. Like my cleaning lady comes and she uses the last four digits of her phone to get into my house. But she only can get in the front door certain day, certain hours. Yeah. Right. Now, also, before you go to bed at night, you could have Alarm.com or an app. You can check to make sure mom or dad's doors are locked. Mm-hmm. You could shut lights off. You could turn lights on. You could look yep. and say, oh, look, dad left the garage, overhead garage door open. You could be working from home in Salt Lake City, Utah, and your parents could be in Pittsburgh, and there's so much you can control that you can have. Yes, exactly. They don't even know about it. Yep, right. All right? They don't even know about it. Mama, and don't really you know, need and my electronic that. lock for my front door of my garage, they're also keyed. Right. My parents come over to my house to watch Rex when Tracy and I go away. They're keyed. My mother and father use a key to get in my house. They don't. They don't yeah, care about the keypad. Yeah, right. Yeah, they don't. Know. Okay, yeah, but now yeah. I get an alert that they're there. Right. You know, and then I can check the cameras. It's just it, these are just things you all have to think about. Walter Haas, a while back, his mom. You know, she was she fell and she got hurt and nobody knew about it for countless hours. Oh, good. God. And after that, now he put cameras in and she has the emergency fob. You know, I've fallen down and can't get up. Those are so cheap today. But just, yep. and again, the cameras, are you really spying on them? No. But if you have a camera set up in your parents' kitchen or, you know, you get an alert 8.15 in the morning. You don't even have to check the cameras. Oh, you got an alert. That means mom's up making coffee. Right. right? 
Okay, good. I don't have to check up on her. I don't have to be Big Brother and all in her grill 24-7. There are even high-tech watches that do that, that are specifically designed. And I can't remember what episode off the top of my head that was in Parents Are Hard to Raise. But the the uh, president of the company who designed that, it literally knows uh, it can it can track. It's kind of scary in a sense. Uh, you know, if your pa- one of the biggest problems is that your parents um, not being hydrated enough. As the elderly are always coming into an emergency room and dehydrated. Well, this knows the difference between the person's uh, whether they're taking a drink or brushing their teeth or do- doing whatever, and it, it kind of keeps a record of it and charts it and lets the doctor and the the, the child know. I mean, think about this. If you have a sensor when the door opens and you have a camera somewhere near there, you can check if, like, your mom or dad opens the door at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You you can set a ring bell camera. You can answer the door for them. Yes. All right? You can answer the door. And you can see who's at that door ringing that doorbell in real time. Different time zones on the other side of the world. Yep. What is that worth? We're talking about a camera that's 200 bucks. Right, exactly. It takes 10 minutes to install. I mean, like, I, I put the ring camera in, and I'm afraid of electricity. All right? I'm seriously. Electricity with an L, by the yeah, way. Yeah, right. I, no, really, I'm not an electrical. It's low voltage. It didn't take no. me long to do it, you know? Plumbing I'll do because you can't drown uh, in, <laughs> in a flushing toilet. Yeah. But, yeah, electricity scares the crap out of me, too. So, uh, yeah, these are the things that we all have to think about. Yep. So get ready for that book. It's coming out soon. We're waiting. All right. I love you all, but I got to pee. Okay. On that note, well, uh, VHS of Ocean County seriously needs your help. Thank you. Five bucks, ten bucks, anything you can do. GoFundMe.com. Search out VHS of Ocean County. Anything you can do. And again, if you have any PPE, extra PPE, uh, contact Anthony at GunForHireRadio.com and let us know. We'll find a way to get it to these folks. They really need your help with anything you can give. Well, looks like the clock on the wall says it all. You've done a wasted yet another perfectly good hour of listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our urinary challenged co-host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun For Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. We love you guys, and if you're on your way to one of those goofball armed rallies, turn your car around and go home, spend the time with your family. Yes. Don't fall for that crap. Love you guys. See you next week. From she to the shine.